Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares. Good morning. So today I wanted to give an update on the Savills housing report that's just recently been released. So for anyone who doesn't know, in the spring 2019, they released a report that said in the northeast of England, the property market was anticipated to rise by 17.6% by the end of 2023. The way that they expected that to play out was an increase of 2%, followed by 5 followed by 3.5%, followed by 25 followed by 35 Now, those figures obviously will have changed due to the COVID and the coronavirus current that we've had. And they've just actually released their newest report for autumn 2020 in September, so just last week. Um, now, a couple of the interesting figures that have come out of that, and it actually makes for quite positive reading, I think. Um, so just looking more at the economy, so the gross domestic product is anticipated to increase by 5.2% by 2024. So probably not the sort of increase that I'm sure the government would like, but an increase is an increase at the end of the day. At least we're, we're actually growing as an economy and not shrinking. Now, the good thing that I think is going to be the main driver of property prices in the economy actually growing is people's income increasing. It's something I mentioned back in January when I just done the property market forecast for the year. Income is anticipated to rise by 10.5% by 2024 with the likes of the, the introduction of the living wage and you know the minimum wage sort of standards that are being introduced so that's great now couple that with the forecast that the average mortgage rate will stay below two percent so very good times to be buying property in my opinion wages are rising mortgage rates are going to be relatively stable and relatively low so you know as people's income are going up their mortgage is only going to become more affordable so the new house forecast that was in the report actually stated that they anticipate new house prices increasing by 20.4 percent by 2024 so that bodes well for everybody buying at the moment i think on the new build estates they seem to be popping up left right and center and building on green belt land etc so you guys i think are going to have made a fantastic investment so looking at the year compared to last year the figures in the report state we're going to end 2020 up by 4% on 2019, which I think is quite surprising. That's house prices, by the way, considering we've had the coronavirus and the lockdown, but maybe it's the pent-up demand that's pushed those prices up. So the forecasts going forward, this is what I'm really excited to discuss. So back in spring 2019, they said the forecast was 17.6% by the end of 2023. So the new report obviously covers 2024. Now, there was one released back in, I think it was about March or April. I think it was April, just after lockdown had started. And they revised that 17.6 figure to 19.9%. So the COVID actually had a positive effect on the prices forecast, which I think is crazy, um, but it is what it is. And the newest report is stated that they're expecting prices to rise by 21.7% in the next four years. Now, how that breaks down is it's a stable market next year with no increases in 2020. Sorry, 2021. 
It's a 5.5% increase in 2022, which is a big change from the 2.5% forecast in the last year's figures. An 8% increase in 2023. So I think 2023 is going to be the year where, you know, well, obviously we should have a vaccine by then. Brexit should be put to bed. We should have some stability and some investment going on in the economy. And that following with 2024 with a 6% increase. So no percent next year, 5.5% the following year, followed by 8, followed by 6. So some really good price increases forecast for the near future. And for anybody investing in property, I think that bodes really well. I hope the market goes up by 21.7% because I should be able to go back and remortgage most of my stock if that happens. So fingers crossed on that front. So my thoughts on the actual report. What do I think of the actual information? So personally for me, the increase in prices that they're forecasting is down to the increased demand that we've found. We have a lot of clients who are invested in stocks and shares as well as property. And they've pulled a lot of their money out of these blue chip companies, your Marks and Spencers, your Odeon, the you know, the, the long-term great blue chip companies that were fantastic investments. They're no longer investing in those. They're investing in bricks and mortar because they feel it's a much safer bet given the way the economy's reacting and the businesses are reacting to COVID and the potential for a second wave. So the money pulling out of other investments is helping the demand in the property side that is definitely pushing prices up we're seeing a lot of properties in my agency that we couldn't sell for love no money in previous years actually selling and selling over asking price so great time if you're a seller at the moment cannot complain whatsoever if you're a buyer not so good so on the buying side we have been struggling to pick up properties uh, as frequently as we would in august we viewed 176 properties we offered on 50, we managed to secure four. Now, usually I would probably secure between 10 and 15 properties with that level of offer. So it just gives you an idea as to, they were a bit tougher to get over the line. Everything that seemed to sell seemed to go for 10, 15, 20,000 more than I was prepared to pay. And obviously that was my profit margin. So businesses are obviously struggling at the minute. What we're actually seeing in the property, property supply side is, the supply is now starting to come through. From an agency point, we are doing a lot of valuations. Um, I think that's something like 100 plus people go through our valuation tool on the website. So people are thinking about moving. I think they're sick of being in the same house that they were stuck in for lockdown. Or if you have a flat, they're thinking, I want a garden. So home space is very important. And people aren't just prepared to settle for a flat now, I think. Did you really want a house and a garden just in case we ever have anything like this happen again? But where we're finding is there is still an undersupply of properties because I think there's been a lag in terms of properties getting on the market considering we couldn't actually carry out valuations for two months or so over the lockdown period. So those people are now starting to get their valuations, they're starting to get their houses on the market, which is kind of helping the, the supply of the properties. And obviously, I think that's going to mean there's less demand between the buyers on everything that we're bidding for. But I liken this to Christmas. At Christmas, you have a period of two weeks where nobody wants to move. Nobody wants to put the house on the market. And then come January the 3rd, or even come Boxing Day, right move goes mad. The stats go through the roof in terms of people viewing my properties. Come the first week back in January, the market goes mental. Everybody wants to move. They're saying, I'm not staying in this house we lived in last year. Let's get moved. Now's the time to do it. Now the Christmas decorations are away, let's sell. 
we're now seeing that sort of effect in terms of the additional demand because the market was more or less closed for two months. Yes, we agreed certain sales with video tours and 360 degree cameras and, and all that sort of stuff helped us secure a couple of sales. But who wants to buy a house without viewing? Gone are the days of people buying blind, particularly when house prices are so high. So I'm really glad the market's back open. The supply's catching up. The demand is still very much there. I've actually agreed to sell two of my own properties because the demand's so good. Uh, and it looks like I've got offers on both of those at the minute. So well done, Amanda, on my office. Um, so where's the market going from now? I think what we're going to see heading towards the back end of the year is we're going to see a number of births, obviously as a result of people being locked down in the house and there being nothing on telly. We're going to see a number of deaths, I think, still. Obviously, as we head in the winter period, it's traditional for more elderly people to pass away than unfortunately. So there's always going to be a raft of probate properties coming on the market over the winter period. Uh, but I think we're also seeing a lot of people decide what they want in their life. You know, we're going to see a lot of marriages. Lots of my friends have been proposing through lockdown. And big shout, Lane Louise. Um, and you're also going to see a lot of divorces as people realise they're not comfortable with the person they're living with. So, you know, I think the birth, deaths, marriages, divorce is going to keep the market ticking along. Boris's stamp duty holiday is only going to keep working some wonders for her. Um, and remember, these figures have actually been released prior to Boris announcing that he's going to bring a scheme in which he can get a 5% deposit. He wants to make a new generation of buyers, so turn generation rent into generation buy. 2.7 million people, I think it was, rented in 2007. That was up to 4.5 million in 2017. It was definitely an increase of a couple of million, so I don't quarters on that one actually because I might be slightly wrong but definitely an increase of at least a million and a half I think it was in renters so that's not good for the property market in terms of the buyers and sellers side of things the stamp duty that the government you know need need in terms of for their coffers um, so he's looking to bring two million more owner occupiers so I think what's going to be very interesting is Savile's next report because that's going to factor this, this in we're going to have a better idea how far off the vaccine is, I think, by the time that comes out. We're going to see whether the market slowed down as a result of the Christmas effect, that lockdown period we had. Um, and I think we're going to see the redundancy periods that a lot of employers have actually put into play. Uh, we're going to see the results of those redundancies and the results of the furlough scheme ending. So where the market's going towards the end of 2020, I still think we're going to finish the year very strong. We're going to be selling plenty of properties. I think I'm going to still struggle to pick up some great bargains, although I am finding one or two at the minute. Um, but I think it's going to make for a very good end of the year, and I think it's going to be the first quarter next year where we're potentially going to start seeing um, some real ripple effects in the market. So I hope you've enjoyed today's video. If anybody has any questions or any clarification that they'd like, or they want to, you know, by all means comment on their opinion on the video, then. This is going out as a podcast, by the way, so you might not beat a comment. But, you know, please share your thoughts across social media. I'm interested in getting a debate going on where people see the market going. Thank you very much for your time. Have a great day. Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories and exciting guests. With your host, Tony Fares.